This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. Gaming is what we're up to next, so pick up your controllers, whether it's the Xbox, whether it's a PS5, or maybe even your mobile phone, as Kevin Sebastian tells us what we should be playing right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show and let's pick up those games controllers one more time with Kevin Sebastian, who's a way better gamer than I will ever be. Uh, but um, uh, we're going to get started, Kevin, this week and, and just talk about, you know, e-gamers and uh, becoming a gamer for a living because there's a massive e-gamers tournament happening over in Saudi Arabia at the moment. Yes, and uh, it is called Gamers 8. Gamers 8 has been around for quite some time, actually, but this one is making news for all sorts of reasons, and it's obviously in very typical Saudi fashion. It is the biggest, technically the biggest esports festival in the world right now in terms of pure monetary value, Yeah, because it has one of the biggest prize pools at any 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 form of the competition. So, it has, so when I say prize pool, basically it has like multiple games. It's not for one game. And it's not for like one person. It's like for a team, essentially. Yeah. And that number is forty-five million dollars. <laughs> so, you fancy putting a team together? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even dream of putting a team together, honestly, because the level of skill that these people have—like these are people who play on the competitive level, where reaction times are so so precise. Wow. Like these are people who actually go for physical therapy just so that their mouse clicks their. Uh, controllers, their thumbs and everything they, they take great care to not injure themselves because that's the level of motion that they have when they're doing this because when we play with a controller like we tend to button mash and everything Yeah, these people are so precise in their movements that they know the exact button combinations of all the characters that they're good really? at really? they memorize all they this. memorize and they practice and they, these people have had decades I would say of practice and I say decades again these are all 20 year olds 25 year olds so that these guys must be and girls I'm guessing must, yes, be, both, must be starting yeah. you know I don't know when, when are they starting to learn and, and you know is it kind of a career path for them to become a professional gamer I mean how old are they when they get started with so this honestly as far as figures go the youngest esports player obviously you have to have parental consent that yeah of course yeah, yeah. you start out at 13 because that's the age as a teenager you can legally do it and then you go pro at the age of 16 to 17 that's again professional 16 to 17 you retire <laughs> you retire at the age of 29 30 like because your eyes are going and your your reflexes are going and then your 30s is so people in their 30s actually end up being part of the esport business or the, the basically they become coaches because they know the game very well and then they start training other, the future generations because they know they can't do it yeah yeah which is kind of funny like how even like people in the journalism industry for example like we we were the ones who were always playing these games and then our career part essentially went in such a way that we started talking about them and then we became figureheads you see the gaming industry is just not black and white there's so many industries behind it there's PR events mm. uh, legal like, and in fact you know legal we've been talking about this for quite some time especially with the biggest Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal going on coming back to this tournament now the current it's, it's going to kick off in a couple of days actually it's starting I think it's starting today as well so the first game that is on is Tekken and the prize oh. pool for Tekken is a million dollars so that's the first <laughs> game that's coming up I can just imagine the level yeah. of these players on it's Tekken. insane it's insane <laughs> so this is so Saudi Arabia is playing doing this because they're obviously diversifying their economy and yeah, yeah. They, they need to do that because 
again, they are a country of gamers. Like, they're, even the royal family are gamers as well. Like, that's how switched on they are in terms of, like, yeah, we want to, like, make this a thing. Because mm-hmm. if you look at what's happening in the rest of the world right now, because the esports industry is a bit contracting right now, because it's course correction. Pandemic's already come and gone. People are no longer watching streamers in that sense. Like, everyone's got daily lives to go about, and yeah. no one has time to, like, watch their YouTuber and support them like they used to do it before. So now, th- that that shift has come here now. Like, that that rise in esports, gaming, it's ca- it's caught on here. And it's, it's kind of going to take hold. So it's like a bit of a jet stream, right? Mm. So I firmly think that this is going to be around for a good couple of years, at least. At least the, the wave and the hype. So I mean, do you yeah. think when it comes to the talents in in uh, in gaming, you know, it, this region produces some pretty good players, as opposed to the states, to Canada, to Europe. So it it always has been the case where you know in any competition, because like if we thought like the U.S. was insane when it comes to talent, and like ours our region specifically, we're not even looking at China and Korea, where yep, these right. people live those. and breathe. Yeah. Games like when they the moment they wake up, that's what they're doing, and that's what they go and they, they're done when they go to bed. Like that <laughs> level of skill, like you know, it's it, it's such a weird thing though, because like some of the esport teams that they're hired from abroad are consisting of Korean players, Chinese players, because their responses are so mechanical yeah. to the point that they are almost robot-like. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting competition now because like this has now opened the playing field. And it's just a good time to be a gamer too, right? even yeah. from a competitive perspective. So if we want to follow this, um, I'm guessing it's online. It's online, yeah. Gamers 8. It's all on stream. It's all free to watch. And it's quite insane to watch it as well because you'll start to see that these matches get over very quickly. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's uh, Gamers uh, 8 then over in Saudi Arabia. Now, of course, the, the summer very much upon us. And I guess we play more games in, in summer because we can't get out quite as much as uh, we can in the winter. So what are some of the big titles that uh, we might want to play this summer, Kevin? So I've been playing a game that has caught my attention because it came from Korea. It's an, it's an English game. And it caught my attention because it, it was it's an indie game. It's called Day of the Devil. And it starts off as a very innocent fishing game. And then it becomes something more. It becomes a restaurant management sim. It becomes <laughs> an adventure, action-adventure game. It becomes an RPG. It becomes a, like a detective game. So what these people have done is they've put 30 mini-games into this one overarching game where you're actually a diver who just wants to eat sushi. That's the end goal here. But he ends up being roped into this scheme <laughs> of starting a restaurant in the middle of nowhere. And each time he dives in the water, the actual level changes. So it's actually a very clear, it's a very interesting line of design because it's called procedural generated design. So each time you play and you dive under the water to catch fish or whatever, the level changes completely. So there are like specific things that stay the same. But say, for example, oh, I will remember that there's this wall here and I have to come back to it later. That wall will not be there anymore. Oh, right. So it keeps changing. So you're going to have like a new level every single time you go down there. And you obviously have to keep track of your oxygen and that sort of thing. Kind of like any other diving game. But it has it's, it's, it has this addictive quality to it because at the end of the day, it also touches on some environmental issues as well, like uh, the whole how independent fisheries are getting targeted because, again, mass mass fisheries. Yeah, yeah. So they actually have narrative elements of this. 
And at the same time, it also has this intrigue of, oh, there may be a lost city of Atlantis and you have to be the one to explore it. So that Indiana Jones element is also in there as well. So Day of the Diver is only like $15, actually. It's actually not that expensive. It's an indie game, but it's so much more. And I think it's 30 hours for that price. It is an amazing game to play. It's out on PC for now, but it will be coming out on Switch end of the year. And if you are a Switch user, 100% play this game. Lovely. Okay, Day of uh, the Diver. Throw one more at me for the summer. What what else have you got up your sleeve? So there's another game that's coming out end of July, and uh, I haven't played it, but I can tell you what the game is about because yeah. it's it's actually it's something that hits close to me in terms of culture. So the game's called Wenba, and Wenba is actually a cooking sim. And the story is essentially a South Indian family in the 80s migrating to Canada. Mm-hmm. And the housewife has to learn how to cook. And basically, she, she knows how to cook, but she's cooking like specific South Indian dishes for the family who are very South Indian. So the game actually teaches you how to cook South Indian dishes. Oh, as is in the form <laughs> that's of an interesting game. game. And the level of detail that this game has gone into is that they have basically gone so far as to record actual cooking in the game like when say for example you're making a dish like idli for example they actually cooked idli and they recorded all the sounds that come out of like you know an actual you know the pot I I can't say the exact English word what that word is but uh, they have taken great care and detail to tell a story about like a lot of people like us, like, and especially a lot of people who are living in Dubai, yeah. in the Middle East, yeah. can resonate with the story because that is the expat life because that's, like, a lot of people tend to, like, leave their culture and they move on. I grew up in Dubai, so I really don't have any connection to that. Right. And I told my mother this, and it's, like, a very sweet thing. Like, I'm, I'm going to play this game and I'm going to learn how to cook <laughs> South Indian food finally for the first time. In my... I bet she said, you don't need a game. I can yeah, teach you. Yeah, exactly. But I, like, these are the kind of games that, you know, People will want to play with their family, and this, you know, like it's, and especially like, there are not many games that cater to people like us, you know. And even if you're not part of that culture, it's actually going to be a very sweet story. Mm. And I think a lot, the media has responded quite favorably because this is a, one of a few games of its kind that focus on that kind of story. Right. So it's coming out on July 31st. It's called Wenba. Out on, I think, uh, the Switch as well, and I think it's going to be on PC as well. Well, I'll tell you what, myself and Jensie will be waiting with bated breath and salivating for a fabulous <laughs> South Indian curry when it comes in next week. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. This is Dubai I 103.8. The UAE's number one talk radio station. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.